What's going on, man? What's up? Yeah, we made it. How's it going? Good to see you. Good to see you too, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year, man. Um, yeah, so I I just clicked record, so you know we'll we'll get this going. Usually I do them uh, in person, and uh, you know I just go up to people and and talk. But of course, with COVID and everything, it's it's a little harder to yeah. do that. But um, now, man, like. Uh, welcome to the Talking with Strangers Appreciate podcast. It. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having yes. me. Yeah, no, I I really like doing this. I really um, want to hear more about you and spend a lot of time just hearing about your journey. And uh, we met for everyone who's listening. We met on uh, Instagram and um, just saw the hustle that uh, Omer was doing and wanted to yeah hear more about you and and. Uh, you know, what led you to become so entrepreneurial at this age? Because I think that's hard to come by. And anytime I see that, I'm just like, I need to be around that. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, thanks for having me again. Second of all, um, yeah, we met on Instagram. I saw what he was doing. Uh, I think he reached out to me and I was, I, I like stalked your Instagram for like an hour. I'm like, damn, this guy is <laughs> killing it. Like, damn, I want to be like him. I mean, um, Instagram is just like such a great tool to connect with people and and meet young like like minded people. Uh, for me, it was very random. I won't tell you. I always wanted to you know do real estate or really get into the entrepreneurial side of things. I always knew I had it in me. I didn't know that's what I would do and take. Um, so I'm originally from Ethiopia. I only moved to the U.S. five years ago with my dad. Uh, so I moved here around my sophomore year of high school. And um, the reason we moved, my dad was like, you know, better education, uh, better chance of getting to a good college, better chance of getting to med school. Basically, the route that my parents knew, immigrants, that's the only thing they really know is, you know, good education, get a good job, you know, lawyer, doctor, engineer, and that's how you're going to make it out. That's how you're going to change your family's life, all that good stuff. Um, so that's, a, that's the route I thought I was going to take. You know, I came here, I was really into my books, just like grinded all the time, got decent grades. Uh, I got into the George Washington University for like a seven year med school program, which is actually where I'm at right now um, in my dorm. Uh, but clearly that didn't work out and that didn't happen. Um, all my summers I spent, you know, at hospitals interning this, that, because I really thought that's what I was going to do just because that's yeah. what my parents had really pushed upon me. Uh, but back home in Ethiopia, my mom did have um, a factory, a cement factory, and it was a family run business with all my uncles. And that always like intrigued me. Like I always wanted to learn more about it. My mom would like push me away. She's like, no, just focus on school. Like don't really worry about it. 
Uh, my uncles were a little more receptive. They were like, yeah, learn about the business. He was like, you know, doctors and all are great, but you should really look into, you know, just being an entrepreneur. Like he was like, maybe if anything, be an engineer, because that'll lead you a lot of ways within the entrepreneurial route, this, that. Um, yeah. But again, my parents really pushed away from that and really wanted me to go to med school and, you know, be a doctor. So coming here, um, you know, high school, just in my books, on the route to, to pre-med, um, I wasn't too, you know, social and it was different coming from a third world country, coming to the U.S., really getting into school. It, it was a huge shift, a huge change. Um, so I was shy, just stuck to my books, didn't really do much. Um, it wasn't until like maybe my junior, senior year, you know, I started like expanding more, a little more social, got a little more comfortable. Um, and I think a couple of my teachers noticed that and they really pushed me out to like um, to get into more roles, like extracurricular activities, stuff like that. And ever since, you know, I was a kid or whatever it was, I guess it was because it was implemented by my parents. I was huge on education because like my dad told me, you know, education is the way out. Get a good education. You can change your life. Um, I still believe that to this day, 100 percent kind of my what my definition of education has changed. But I definitely still believe education is the way to get to wherever you want to be and really change your life. Um, so I was a big advocate on education. Uh, so while I was in high school, my teachers kind of nominated me to not my teacher, my principal nominated me to run for a position on uh, the Baltimore County Board of Education, uh, which is basically one student role on the Board of Education that's elected by like, we are the third largest school district in Baltimore County. So it's elected by like 120,000 kids. Um, you got to like run a whole campaign, you're sworn in, you're basically like an elected official. Um, so I, I was very against it. I was like, no, I don't really, I'm not really too social. I'm not good at public speaking. I'm not doing this. It's not happening. Uh, but one of my teachers, my avid teacher, Miss Lab, who was a teacher that really took me in when I came in, really made me feel comfortable, really pushed like, Omar, please just do this for me. Um, that's when I said, okay, let's go ahead. I'll submit an application. Um, I passed the paper side of it, you know, whatever qualifications they needed, grades, this, that. I passed that side of it. So then I moved forward to a role where it's like, you know, running a campaign and you got to get voted on. Uh, when I made it to the finalist round, which I did not think I would, that's when I was like, okay, maybe I can actually win this. Let's take this seriously. Um, so I, we ran a pretty good campaign. We did end up winning. So I got the position on the board, uh, which is what really kind of brought me into the whole you know, more brought me more into the entrepreneur spirit, even though I was, you know, working on education and stuff like that. One, I really saw how, how much inequity there was in our education system, how what they're teaching us doesn't really get us ready for the real world. There are some good parts of it, but there's just so much more that we should be learning and teaching in, in schools that we just aren't. And when I brought up the questions on the highest level there was in Baltimore County on the Board of Education, no one knew the answers to it. No one was responding. I was like, hey, why aren't we teaching about, you know, finances, taxes, stuff like that? Um, you know, they kind of did the motto from, you know, uh, getting you college, college ready to college and career ready. But in my head, I'm like, you're really not getting them career ready. You're just getting them college ready because you're not teaching them anything about the real world. Um, so I started bringing up questions and no one was taking yeah. it seriously. So it was, it was, it was, wow. um, it was that, that's kind of like when I was like, okay, there's something off right now. There's something happening. Um, and that's when I kind of started really looking to more of just, you know, financial education and learning things on my own. Um, my term passed on the board. It was a great year. We did some pretty good stuff. 
Um, and my first year in college is when I was, you know, doing my pre-med studies, bio, all that good stuff. And I was sitting in my college dorm room. My first semester was COVID. We weren't in person, it was online, but we were still on campus. And I was like, what am I doing? You know, mm. I was like, this is not what I want to do. I'm not passionate about it. Um, so what's there to get into? And I, I knew I wanted to get into the entrepreneurial world. I didn't know exactly what. So I just searched, you know, best businesses to get into. Um, what's there around me? And, you know, real estate's all everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, it's all about real estate. Real estate's the best business to get into. Real estate, real estate, real estate. So like, let's see what this is about. Uh, I searched up best brokerages near me, best real estate firms near me. And the One Street Company actually popped up as the number one search result. And I had a little bit of marketing experience uh, for my first internship and my very first mentor, Tim, um, who ran a social media company and who kind of was actually the first person to let me know, listen, man, if you really want to be successful, just know that going pre-med only way to do it. And he kind of just looked at me weird. as like, just keep that in mind. I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but just keep that in mind. Um, and he was a college dropout too. And he runs some seven-figure business and is really killing it. He does marketing for Under Armour and a lot of big brands in Baltimore. So um, I, re I reached out to uh, the CEO of One Street. I cold emailed him and I said, hey, my name's Omar. I don't really know much about real estate or anything like that in general, to be honest with you. But I, I, I took a look at your website, took a look at your social media, and I'm extremely impressed. I know you guys really work on your SEO and optimization. You guys are the number one search results. So just threw a little bit of knowledge in there. I was like, hey, more than happy to come in there and work on your social media for you guys and do whatever you guys need for absolutely free for whatever, for however long you'll have me. And surprisingly, he emailed me back an hour later. He's like, hey, Omar, never really got an email like this before, but sure, come on in and, and we'll see what nice. we can do. So yeah, so that was kind of <laughs> how it started. And um, wow. I went in the next day, Monday morning, and I like sat in the lobby, waited for him to come in. And once he came in, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm Omar. You know, he, and he was completely lost. He's like, who? Like, what can I do for you? Like, what's up, man? Like, what do you want? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm a kid that, you know, cold emailed you, asked you to come down, whatever. And he was like, oh, you're actually here. Um, I don't know. Just hang around with me. I don't really have anything planned for you. Um, and I did that. I just, we just hung out all day. I just followed him around through meetings uh, and just was really just watching him be a CEO of a multi-million dollar company, which is amazing. And, and we really clicked and we vibe. <laughs> and, so <laughs> yeah, and by the end of it, we were really tight by the end of the day. And he was like, listen, man, I really like your vibe. I like your story. He was like, feel free to come back any day, every day. Yeah. Like, it's all. And uh, yeah, you're good. <laughs> and um, yeah, so then literally after I left that night, I left at like, I got there at like 9 a.m. We left like 9 p.m. because he stays so late. Um, and every day after that, I didn't go to a single class and I just went and stayed with him for the next eight months. Interned wow. for him, did social media. Um, just really just I was hanging okay. out with a CEO and I, and it was just amazing and I learned so much and he was like okay Omar you need to get your real estate license you will absolutely murder this he started real estate when he was 18 too um, he's 40 now has had multiple businesses he does development he has his brokerage and he does a lot of commercial work too and property management um, so I got my license about like two weeks after he told me to he handed me my first he's like okay hey, here take this client I know you'll kill it. Don't worry about it. Just kind of threw me loose. And we closed her within the very next week. Um, a month later, we had I had my first transaction under my belt. 
And then it's just been history since then, just been working with him, hustling, learning from them. Um, so it's been about six months. I ended the year off with five million in sales. And the goal is to triple that next year. But it's it's been a great year. And that's kind of like my long, short story. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Dude, there's so much good stuff in there. I mean, all the way from uh, your family's journey to the U.S. and then uh, how your parents, you know, how they wanted the best for you. But and you knew that. And, uh, and it wasn't that they were like, you know, you can't do anything, but like, they just, they want the best for you there. And sometimes they don't even know, parents don't even know what new opportunities are there. So it's like, uh, yeah. And then all the way through, uh, you know, the, the speaking and you starting to public speak and you speaking out to these government officials about education and really just seeing that, wow, even at the highest levels, uh, there's, there's a lot of people that just aren't there mentally and aren't there with the times and seeing the changes. So that that's cool. And then just like you emailing the CEO and just spending all that time with them. Um, that's amazing. I mean, that's like, that is inspiring. I know so many people are going to get value out of that because that's what it's about. Like you have to just reach out. You have to make the introduction approach, call someone, cold call someone, you know, call up that friend you haven't spoken to in a while and you just, you'll never know what new insight you'll gain from it. And so that's, I resonate with that, man. Super, super awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like what, what, uh, that shift, um, when like medical school wasn't quite for you, uh, cause I went through a similar shift where I wanted to do um, I want to be an orthopedic surgeon. And of course I was going to school to do it. And then it was like 2019 when I finally saw people online and I was walking my dog and I finally just looked at the ads and instead of being angry at people trying to run ads to me about this new opportunity. I'm, I finally just was receptive and it changed my life and you know, the business didn't work out, but it still opened my eyes. And so was there like a specific moment where, you know, I know you talked about when you were um, speaking with the board uh, was there another moment where you're just like, yeah, there's something more for me. There's something greater for me. Honestly, it was, um, I was doing an internship um, at Johns Hopkins Hospital. Um, you know, I had applied so long ago for it, really tried really hard to get into it. It was kind of a little bit of a hard program to get into. Yeah. And I got in and I was pretty happy because, you know, all this hard work paid off, blah, blah. But not, when I was there, I was just like, like, this isn't it. Like, I didn't feel it. You know what I mean? Like, I, uh -huh. I was hustling and I was working every day. I was studying all the time, but it just felt forced. It felt like I was like, just really forcing myself to do it. And it just didn't mm -hmm. feel right. And in the back of my head, I knew that, but I always just threw it back. I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. This is what I need to do. Stop. Don't, wow. there's no other route. And I kind of just forced myself. And then it wasn't even until I completely got into real estate where I realized damn, this doesn't feel like work. Like I enjoy this. Like it's a lot of work. I'm putting in probably double the hours I was when I was doing it, you know, studying for med or whatever, but I enjoy it and I like it. And I'm like, okay, this is what it's supposed to feel like. So that's kind of where it really clicked for me. Dude, it's, and that's the same. That's the best way I would describe it for me too. It's like yeah. you, you're putting in work and it feels good to go through, you know, organic chemistry and ACE test or look at all the molecules, do the arrow push and be like, wow, I mastered that. I came from here yeah. and I'm, I'm better at it. That's nice. Mm -hmm. And I think you can, 
you can feel good about doing the hard work because I think we're disciplined people and we like to just be challenged. But it's like, it's, a, it's such a small nuance with knowing, okay, yes, I feel good about it, but like, what do I feel? Like, what is, is the passion there? And man, like, I totally know what you mean. And, and that, that yeah. is hard, I think, for a lot of people to figure out super young. And, um, you know, it's, it's cool that you did at such an early age. And how old are you now? 19. Wow. 19. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. cool. Um, I honestly didn't have that realization until I think I was, yeah, I was, I was 21 at the time. Uh, yeah. But it was, I remember the day because it was, I finally thought for myself, I finally, it, it was like, I broke out. I broke out. I was in this little cloud and then boop, yep. a thought just came out and I'm like, wait, that felt what, like what I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, like what if I did that? What if I just, and for me, it was, um, I wanted to go to Bali. I wanted to travel because I was doing this project and interviewing a lot of people and I wanted to have a passive income stream or something that I could make money online and do that. And yeah. um, then I finally was just like, wait, I don't have to, I don't have to sit here and study. I don't have to spend my entire summer doing this. I can travel on my own, make money yep. on my own and make plenty of it and live a great life that's not medicine and medicine's a great path, but like, yeah, it was finally Perfect. just, I thought for myself and it's cool that you, you had the same thing. Um, Cause it's just like, it's just, it's just such a rush because then you get that passion and you're like, okay, great. I'm starting from here, but I have nothing to lose. Like, exactly. And lose. if it makes anyone feel better, any of your viewers feel better, it's like, if you're going through the same thing or like a similar situation and you're like, oh, I don't really know if I should do it. My kind of like push in the beginning was, okay, worst case scenario, I do this real estate thing. It doesn't work out. I come back to college. I go to like, it literally, the, the worst, there's the worst case scenario is you go back to where you were already. So just go for it. Like, that's all I can really say. It's like, I wish I, you know, could explain it a little bit better but i know it sounds like oh no i'm not gonna risk everything i worked for to just try this that's not gonna work out but i'm telling you it's gonna be worth it so really just take the risk a job worst case scenario you're back to where you started and you just keep going from where you left off it's it's perfectly said because i think it's especially because of the way we're educated and the way how it's so narrow-minded in a way and in some respects that's good but in others it's limiting. What that yeah. does, I think, to a young child's brain throughout college is they just, high school and colleges, they just don't think that there's a possibility. And so even thinking it is like, brings fear. And I experienced that so much. I'm like, well, wait, what? If I like go off and do this thing, that means like, I won't make money. And then I'll like, disappointment from my parents and people around me. And I'm gonna throw my life away. And what if I'm homeless? Like, all these thoughts. And I can tell you, people who are watching like Omar's right. Like the, there's the rock bottom. It's not that bad. <laughs> like it's bad, but it's really not that bad. Like taking a job. I, I was working dishwashing for like six months, right? Four months. Yep. And yep. Um, I found myself oddly enough. I found, I reconnected with my spirit. That was like, I'll do anything it takes. And just know that like, you know, 
if you're watching this and you're feeling something, you're feeling like you want to break out, like Omar said, there is literally like nothing that can hurt you. You're not going to die. Like, okay, maybe some people will be like, well, what are you doing? Your friends will be like, well, what are you doing? Your parents will be like, what are you doing? And you just tell them, you know, this is what I feel. I want to see this through and I would appreciate your yep. support. If you don't want to support me, that's okay. And that's when your life starts. <laughs> yep. A thousand, a thousand and ten percent. I agree with you. And again, it's not going to be pretty, especially in the beginning. It's not going to be pretty. Um, exactly like what he said. I mean, I, in the beginning, it's like, I told, I dropped everything and I was working for him every day for nine months, had no type of source of income for like food, gas, whatever. So literally every night we're done. He leaves the office typically around eight to 9 PM. We leave at eight to 9 PM. I think it was like till 11 or like 1230, depending on how well I was doing that night, I was door dashing, making some money, but I'm enjoying it. I was literally in my car, just vibing, listening to music, doing these deliveries. Like I was enjoying it. I was like, damn, I like this. I would honestly rather DoorDash and Uber eat and just do my own thing and be happy with it versus, I don't know, sitting in an accountant's office, punching, I don't know, whatever it is. It's just, you can really feel it when you're doing your like, okay, like, even though this isn't the best day, like I know where I'm headed and I know what my goal is. So like, I'm happy doing this. I'm happy doing this for however long it's going to take. So that's it. You said it there. Like I'm, I know where I'm headed. Like there's so much power in that because you're just, whatever happens, you're like, I'm going, I'm doing that. I'm getting that. I'm becoming that like that is going to happen and it will happen. It will happen. Like it's in the future, but in a way you're just pull It's already happened. You're just pulling yourself to it. Like yeah. the future self is just beckoning you come like you can do this. And, uh, it's like a whisper. One of, one of the guys on the podcast before he said, sometimes an opportunity will come, come to you and it'll be a whisper of, Oh, you should take it. And it's like in those moments, you know, whether you listen to the whisper or not, like, it's there and you just have to have the courage to, to take it. Um, another question for you, like uh, how has the pandemic and being inside and not, I mean, I guess for your business, you're, I'm curious as to how that affected it. Um, Cause I know in real estate, you gotta be out there and talking to people and prospecting. So how did that affect? Um, so I, I will say like, I mean, it, it, it sucks to say, cause you know, 2020, 2021 during the pandemic was a horrible year for a lot of reasons and a lot of people, but for the real estate business and the real estate industry, it was the best time. We hit record breaking sales. Um, and that's just because everyone realized the value of home. Like every, everyone was home. They realized, oh my God, if I have to stay in this house with four of my kids every day for the rest of my life, I need a bigger house. Or it was just like, you know, I'm renting and I can't afford to pay my land. It's just like a lot of people just realized the value and how important a home was and inventory was lower than ever. Um, and there was just an influx of buyers. Everyone just wanted to buy a home and have that stability. And everyone's kind of realized, okay, like land is more valuable than ever before. And that's why prices have shot up like crazy. Um, during the summer, if a house was 500,000, 
listed at 500,000, it's like, you know, you probably give them asking price and you'd usually win it if it was a regular market. But right now it's going at least 30 to 50 over asking price. And that's not even crazy right now. To this day, it's obviously cooled down a little bit right now, but it's like, if a house is listed at 300,000, you like at least give them 310. Um, so definitely people have realized that home is more important than ever. Inventory is extremely low and there's just such an influx of buyers that business was just booming. Um, even now I have so many buyer clients but I have nothing to show them. I have nothing to take them to. There's nothing for them to buy because inventory is so low, which is why it's a seller's market and the sellers really have that upper hand and they can ask a million dollars for a $500,000 home and people won't question it. Um, so business has been great. And then on the personal side of things, COVID really affected me, you know, being home. It just made me think, it just made me really sit down and be okay, like, what am I doing? I guess, you know, when you're always, you have that chem test coming up or you have a go to this friend's giving or whatever it is. You're always busy. You're always thinking about stuff. It's like, you're just going with the flow. You're not really thinking, you're not really taking a moment to step back. Okay. What am I really doing? Or what's really happening? Whatever you're, you're thinking about. Um, so being stuck in my room, in my dorm room for like two weeks, I had to quarantine for, for a while too. Um, I had COVID at some point and that's actually when I started looking into real estate and stuff like that. I was bored out of my mind. So I was just sitting there, you know, with my thoughts all day. And that's when I started to really force myself to just think, I'm just like, okay. And which sucked, I really didn't like it. But I think so everyone has to do that is just take some time out to just sit down and just think like what, like just think about your life, think about your trajectory, think about where you see yourself and just really just plan it out in your head. I don't think you should have, you're not gonna have like a solid plan. Oh, I'm gonna do this, this and have it all set out after mm-hmm. that quiet meeting with yourself. But you really, get an idea of like, okay, I need to start looking more into this. I need to start looking more into that. Um, and that really helped me. And I still do that to this day. I'll take like, you know, two, three hours on a Sunday or whatever it is. And I'll just either go for a drive. Um, drives are really peaceful for me. So I just go on a drive and just start thinking, or I'll just go to like this park right across the corner and it's pretty quiet and just sit down and just, just, just chit and chat with myself and just talk. I'm like, what's up, Omar? Like, what, what's going on? What you doing? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I do that so many times, just talking to myself. I, I wear these a lot because I don't want people seeing, oh, he's talking to himself. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, dude, the reflection, uh, I vibe with that because definitely here at school, it's, you know, you can really lose yourself in just doing a lot of tasks because I think even just sitting with yourself sometimes can be a little scary, but um, I, that's really cool that you do that because I know that as an entrepreneur, it's always go, go, go. And you're, I think I, I operate on this inferiority complex. I don't know if anyone else listening does, but there's sort of like an insecurity that entrepreneurs have because they're always like, I can do better. I can be doing more. I can be closing more deals. I can be talking with more people. And it's always like, I'm never enough. That's sometimes is the uh, dialogue in your head. And so I think, uh, that for a lot of people is a challenge. I know it is for me. So it's cool that you do that. And um, yeah, do you meditate at all? Like, um, so I'm Muslim. So I like our prayer is like kind of like meditation. So I don't really call it. Like, I just say prayer, um, but it's yeah. very similar to meditation. It's kind of like peaceful, just really thinking and and connecting with yourself and God or higher level or whatever you guys you know believe in. But it's yeah. just it's kind yeah. So like every morning. Uh, it's called the fudge prayer. 
Um, every morning it's at like 6 a.m. right before sunrise. It's sit down on your prayer mat and just kind of, you can call it meditate, but it's like pray and just really just connect. So kind of something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That, it's essential. Um, and sometimes like the, the best thoughts will come to you in that mindset because it will just be totally, you know, everything will be parted and then, oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, so you're 19 now, uh, I guess looking back uh, a couple of years, like maybe two or three years ago, knowing a little bit more about your journey now and where you want to head um, and your different habits and the things in your life you've cultivated to really help you refine your craft, knowing what you know about that, what would you tell you know, yourself three years ago, you know, Omer, don't do this or do this? What would that be? I think the biggest um, advice or what I would tell myself, you know, two to three years back is just try everything. Like, don't be stuck on, you know, a certain thing because your friends told you to or your parents told you to. I think for me, the best thing I did was, you know, go for it. Try being on this board of education, which really opened me up to a lot of different things. Try this marketing internship, even though I'm a pre-med student. Try this real estate internship, even though I want to do this. Try med like if I didn't try my med school stuff and my internship, I would you would just never know. So I just say try like don't hold yourself back. Just try different things. I don't care if it's not in your field or what you think you want to do. I just say try it. Like you never know. I might start a fashion internship tomorrow and I'll be like, oh, this is actually what I really want to do. So just like try different things. Just see what it's like. It won't hurt. Um, and that's what I realized. It's like I was so stuck up on a certain thing that I didn't even know I want. I was just told this is what you want. So I was like, okay, this is what I want. Um, and I didn't look at anything else. And I thought that everything else was a distraction. I had to block everything else out. But I mean, yes, have a clear goal and have a vision. But I would say just try different things out. And that'll really just help you just decide what you want to do. And it, it, it just will help you so much and everything. Yeah. No, that, that makes a ton of sense. And it's, I think it's things that our parents or our teachers or different uh, mentors in our life will say sometimes, but it's also kind of like within guidelines, like try all these things, you know, within reason or whatever. But sometimes it's like, maybe if it's not within reason, maybe if it's something that's completely just wacky, um, I think that should be embraced uh, as much as possible. And of course, if you can't get that from others, then you have to develop that within yourself. You have to say, okay, well, it's what I want. And so I have to start there. And again, it's a lonely place. Like you've been there. Oh, yeah. I've been there, man. Like it's, it's a lonely place. Um, but it's just like, that's where it gets good. That's where you start to figure out, ah, oh, yeah. I can do this or and it's man I, I feel like we have really similar yeah I know mindsets. I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know I'm talking a lot about myself here but it's just like I vibe with everything you're saying because it's just and I'm sure people listening like if you want to start a business or you want to do something different I'm sure you can also uh, you know you, you, you can see where we're coming from and you can vibe with it because that that's the goal of this I want I want to 
show everyone else that we have so much similar uh, between each other that we're we're all striving for something and i feel like in in the world there's so many things that can divide us and even just profiles and social media can seem like we're so distant we're doing different things but um yeah. i mean it's just been really inspiring to hear your journey um likewise because, bro that this is amazing yeah likewise <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, there was another question I wanted to ask. Um, oh, okay, so 2022, you know, we just had the first two days, second day now. Uh, what are your goals, man? So my goals um, are business side of things. I really just want to double down and, you know, I'm young, so a lot of my business, it's like, I really have to convince people why I know what I'm doing and really show people I know what I'm doing. Um, and, you know, in the beginning, I always thought like, no, who's going to buy a house from a 19 year old kid? It's not going to happen. Like, I need to be more realistic. Like, maybe I'll just, you know, get my license and start down the road. Um, but I realized that, look, like, and my mentor told me this too, Sam McCray, she's like, listen, Omar, like, I started when I was 18. I'll tell you one thing. And this was the best thing that changed my like mindset. It's no one cares how old you are except you. He was like, no one's looking at your age. If you know what you're talking about, you know what you're doing. You're a professional in the business. He's like, I promise you, you were the only person thinking about your age. Um, so for me, for 2022, it's just really just diving into this business a lot deeper, learning from my mentors and just absolutely being the best in this industry. Like I really just want to be that real estate guy in my area that people know and people trust. And I want to build relationships with people. Um, and that's one of the biggest things I've been trying to do is, you know, when I have clients, I don't want it to just be clients. I don't want them to just, you know, use me for one transaction or I get one transaction out of them and then call it a day. Thank you. Bye. No, I really just want to build that relationship, that connection, you know, go over what's expected for them so that they know, you know, I'm not just here to be a realtor for you guys. I want to be a friend. I want to have that connection. I want to, you know, be able to grab lunch down like two years from now, even though you're not buying or selling anything. So really learn the business, develop these relationships. I really want to triple my number. So I had 5 million this year. I really want to do over 15 million next year. Um, this year, actually, I guess. Um, and that's going to be kind of like the business side of things. And then on the personal side of things, just have a couple of things going that, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work on for myself personally, more, you know, spiritually, like have a better routine, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the gist of what my major goals are for, for this year. That's it just the word that came to mind when you were saying all of that, just like healthy, that just sounds super healthy and you're going to absolutely, I don't know a ton about real estate, but I will say like, you're just going to kill it here from hearing where you're at and just knowing. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, like it, it feels like your mind and your heart is in the right spot. And that, and what I know about people that 100% sells, like when people just know that you care about them and you're knowledgeable, they will buy and they'll keep buying and they'll ask for other things. And um, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. So that's cool, man. Um, I really am looking forward to seeing how you progress. Um, you're just, yeah, you're already killing it at such a young age. It's a really cool thing to see. And, uh, you know, I hope and for everyone watching that you really are listening. 
um, that you take inspiration from Omer's story and uh, listen to that whisper, you know, listen to it and, and make that change. Um, live a life that is yours and that you feel is yours and follow your heart. And um, it, it may be a courageous thing to do or a hard thing to do, but it, it will pay dividends. And it clearly is for our guest, Omer. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I'll, I'll end it there. But what I'll do is I'm going to create, um, and this is like, so I don't know if you saw some of the, the past episodes, but I started doing this about two years ago and I did it for like a year and a half and I just stopped. Um, but oddly enough, I stopped right when I was telling you about um, not wanting to, you know, well, it was when I was in the med school route and I was just like, yeah, I have to get perfect days. I got to get into Harvard medical school. Nothing else matters. And that just yeah. created such an unhealthy obsession that I blocked out my compassionate side, my creative side. And I'm just like, no, fuck it. I don't need to do that. And it's the worst decision ever because like I, I literally get energy from hearing other people's stories and it's, I just want to, I don't care if this, I, I don't, I don't care if it makes money. I don't care if it gets followers. It's just, yeah. I think it's so this, healthy. This conversation do. right here is so worth it. Like I'm not even kidding. Yeah, dude. And I, yeah. I'm excited to share this with other people who, who may need to hear that, you know, because yeah. there may be people that were just like you in that position, uh, wanting to do a change, but not like having that, that oomph and then they can take inspiration. Um, so yeah, man, I'll, I'll put this on my story and then I'll put it on my, uh, YouTube. I'm going to start posting on there more. And, uh, this will be the first of, you know, hopefully several hundreds in the next uh, year or two years. I'm excited, man. That, that's great. And thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Really appreciate you. Uh, this is amazing. Like I feel energized. I don't think I want to go kill it right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I think it's, that's the power of, uh, I, I study psychology and human evolutionary biology in school. And um, I think the one thing I took from that degree is just how humans, we have this, we have this affinity for other humans. Uh, and I think there's like a love that is so universal that we all, like when we tap into that, like I feel like we're tapping into like the, the earth, the universe, people and emotion. And it's just so real and it feels real. And um, yep. anyways, man, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you alone. I just, I keep talking about uh, it. No, I love it. I, I 100% <laughs> agree. Man. Wait, so you're still in Harvard, right? You're still on campus? Yeah. Yeah. So that I sounds have, amazing. Uh, yeah. One more semester left. Um, thankfully, I'm not dropping out. When I told you about that e-commerce journey, um, I took a year off and I was like, I'm going to make $100,000 a month. The business is going to be great. And it, it definitely failed. That's not what happened. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm just happy to be back and just getting it done. Yeah, same here. I um, I think I'm just going to ride it out too. I mean, I have, it's like another year, a year and a semester left. But for me, it's like, you know, C's get degrees. I'm not really getting straight A's, but um, <laughs> it's camp, campus I say that too. So it's like, <laughs> literally so yeah. it's, it's been great so how's business with you though how's uh, so you're doing the 
um, you do like um, capital work, like gain people, like financial, like what do you guys do? Yeah, so uh, we help small business owners, uh, people who are also scaling. We get them uh, business credit and personal credit. Uh, these are in the form of like premium cards. And uh, the consulting piece is, you know, about a, a three to four week program where we hop on Zoom calls just like this. And we'll really just hear what their goals are, what, where their credit is at. And then we'll build out a custom funding plan, uh, which takes about two to four weeks of acquiring the funding with them. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, we get anywhere from 50 to 250,000. And we work with all sorts of folks, people who are real estate investors, people in e-commerce. And um, what's funny is like, uh, I think I reconnected with this when I started to hop on more uh, calls with clients because I could hear that these business owners, they have that passion and they want, they just, they're coming to us because they want help. And it feels really good to just be able to help. And I'm sure you can speak to that too. Yeah. Like yeah. helping people. Um, it's like, again, you just tap into something that's deeper than the money and you just feel good about what you're doing. Yeah. Thousand percent. And that's great, man. I see you guys are killing out. Check out your Instagram. I know you guys are doing big days, man. I'm really proud of you, bro. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think, uh, you know, it goes both ways. And um, I definitely think in the future, we'll be doing different collaborations in, in some oh, respect, yeah. like for sure. Uh, you know, we're both, you're not even in your 20s yet, but, you know. Uh, I turned 20 into, in 20 days, so almost there. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. I'm 23, but no, I'm not old. <laughs> My back's creaking and, and shit. <laughs> Bro, my back always hurts. Though. I'm not even. <laughs> but no, yeah. bro, definitely. Like, I, we definitely need to link at some point. You know, sometime in the near future, I definitely see us. You know, doing something together for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. And um, I think, uh, you know, the nice thing is like everyone has a credit file. Everyone at some point will probably use credit in their life, and so as a big section of people, we can help. And uh, you're also speaking with a lot of people. Uh, who are understanding their credit and if they're buying homes they probably have good credit and so um yeah the the, the deal the, the idea with this is to really just create a community of people who are doing cool stuff because that, that's where that's where business happens like business happens yeah. when there's that connection there um and so what what area do you operate out of for deals and stuff like what um within the dmv or like what do you like yeah you know? so i'm looking at your instagram now it's dc and maryland and virginia yeah yeah okay. so well i'm in the dmv so it's like everything is like right here so i do all three states dc maryland virginia um so i do a lot more dc and maryland but i do a little bit of virginia too um so like that's that's one thing that's really nice about it so you get three all three markets um and the thing about maryland and dc is that you know you look at miami and you know cali or wherever it is and it's like you can tell there's a lot of money there like you see all these big houses whatever um but the thing about dc and maryland is it's so low-key like i've met some crazy individuals and like ceos and whatever but they're living in a townhouse in dc but that townhouse goes for 4.5 million um, so it's like, it's, there's a lot of wealth here in DC and Maryland. It's just hidden wealth. Like it's not like flashed out like Florida or whatever yeah. it is. Um, but yeah, so I do mostly, uh, Maryland, DC, and then a little bit of Virginia. That's cool, man. Yeah. So, um, 
I know we have, we're going to have more clients in that area. And so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll totally, there'll be, there'll be ways to collaborate in the future. I just, Oh yeah. (laughs) What are like the, like, what's your like standard client? Like, what do you look for? Like, what are the requirements of like what you guys look for within clients? Or is it like someone trying to start a business? Let's say I'm trying to start a business. Like I come to you guys for credit. Like how does it like, give me a little bit of a rundown on it. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we actually work with a lot of people who are, um, you know, usually like 22 to 28. So we have a, that section of the market. Um, but a lot of people just want a new passive income stream or they want some way to supplement their nine to five income, W2 income. And oftentimes, you know, investing is this big word that uh, could be very scary for a lot of people who are just trying to learn real estate or learn stocks or learn e-commerce. And so funding is this nice thing because we get to build a relationship with the client. Uh, and cre- if the credit score is there with a lot of people who have stable incomes, uh, probably like yourself, uh, you've managed banking relationships well. Like you are a good client to the banks. Therefore, to us, all we have to do is just leverage what we know about credit uh, and that expertise there. And we can acquire that for you, with you. And then we uh, consult on which digital assets or hard assets uh, to plug into. Right now, we're really focused on e-commerce. And so, you know, person comes to us, hey, Blake, I saw um, there's this e-commerce boom. Uh, We'd like to get some funding. So credit score needs to be about like 720 um, and above. No late payments, no derogatories, no collections. and you know, anywhere from two to three existing credit cards, they could either be business or personal cards uh, with about three to 10K in the limit on them. And if the client has had that profile with you know, a couple of years on those credit cards, like, and they haven't recently applied for any new credit, like a ton, then that is perfect client. We can get them easily 70 to 90K. Uh, most of that's at 0% we go after those introductory offers and then um you know at that point it's like hey client we have this amazon automation service or we have this walmart automation service it's not going to make you rich but it's going to produce you know two to five k a month passive um and you know that's that's kind of how it all works so we're really trying to create a vertically integrated operation here where if you want additional income you come to us we walk you through the entire process and our payment structure is set up so that if the client is not getting funded or making money with the funding, we're not getting paid and they're not going to come back to us. So probably just like in your business, if you do a yeah. bad job, you know, no one's going to come back to you. Exactly. Yeah. So does that kind of make sense? Yeah. That kind of, so like, so are you guys basically like, instead of me going to, the bank and asking for credit and they're probably going to only approve me for 10,000 or whatever it is. And basically you guys are, I come to you instead directly and you guys kind of take that process over for me and just use your expertise to kind of get me even a lot more than what I would just, if I went directly to a bank and asked for, Hey, give me, give my company a $30,000 loan or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. We, we, we're not going to, you know, people don't come to us and we just give them a funding sequence they can do themselves. Like every single client, we really pride ourselves on this, but every single client has a different uh, business, different credit profile. And so we're going to structure the funding and 
the, the relationships with banks we set up, we're going to structure those so that, okay, we can come back in another year, we can do a second round. Second round, we usually get about a, you know, 100 to 150 additional. Um, and we can really just keep doing that until you no longer need business credit, you can start getting into more SBA type loans, because at that point, the business has cash flow, um, you have tax returns. And so um, so you yeah. guys can do this for the newly founded business. Let's say like I, I went ahead and started my LLC tomorrow and I have yeah. the 720 credit score. We, like, you, you know, what's, there's no like income for the business that they have been creating or what are, is there any requirements on that end? Yeah. So uh, the nice thing is that any new business, if you have a new LLC, uh, obviously they're going to be looking at who's on the LLC. It's going to be you. They're going to see the the personal file. And so they're going to check your personal file. And if you have good credit cards, no late payments, then that business under that EIN can get funded uh, a good amount. And so that's kind of like a misconception, right? It's like, oh, it's a new business. There's no you know, money being made. Can I get credit? And the answer is yes. Um, we just go about it in a specific way. So we get you not the 10, not the 15, but a good amount, you know, 90 to 150. Yeah. Um, and really the idea is that, okay, we're setting you up so that again, we can come back in, a, in another year and just do it again, uh, or yeah. whatever new passive income stream we have available, we plug you know, capital into that. And, um, you know, it's, it's really, it's just a done for you kind of credit financial backend, if you will. Um, yeah. So. So I, I'm asking, cause I, like it's, the moment you said that, it, clicked in because I have a friend of mine he um right now he does like private contracting for Amazon and stuff like that so he'll set up like COVID centers whatever this that and he did really well during the pandemic um and right now what he's doing is I have another friend um it's called Ready Set Red I I always post on my story if you've seen him but um a really close friend of mine he started a car rental business um he started off on Turo and then now he does all private and he's absolutely murdering he has like every luxury car you could think of standard cars Corvette, Mercedes, Toyotas, whatever you want. He has like over 19 cars now. He started less than a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, and he's absolutely murdering it. This one friend of mine I'm talking about um, that was doing the whole contracting and stuff like that is trying to shift mm -hmm. into that business. And he just got his LLC. And I was kind of like, obviously, I, I don't know much, but like compared to what he did, it came to me for advice. I was like, yeah, get, get your business started. You can kind of like co-sign for your LLC and see what the bank will give you loan-wise, whatever, to go to a car dealership and see what they say, blah, blah. But if, if, if that's something you guys are working with, I might, I might even just connect him with you guys. I don't know if that's something you guys would want. Yeah, no, totally. I think uh, if Iyad, my, my partner, who you probably saw on Instagram, he is really big into cars. Um, we have three AMGs and, you know, he just, he loves cars. He loves financing cars, figuring out payment structures and things like that. So, um, yeah, would definitely be open to learning more about his profile and what we could do for him. Um, as well, I mean, even just seeing what yours is like and, uh, you know, doing, doing that too, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, if you, if he has good income, right, and he has uh, that 720 or, or higher, uh, really should be no problem getting the funding. Sometimes, you know, it's a utilization issue. The card's a little bit too maxed out, but that's a very easy mm -hmm. fix because you can just pay them down. The score shoots up. Um, yeah. But uh, 
yeah, man. And like, also, if you send that business, we're, we're going to make sure you get paid on that. Um, Cause you know, that's, that's the, that's the trust you've built up with him that we're leveraging off of. So you, you yeah. definitely would, would eat on that. Um, but for sure. No. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I'll, I'm definitely going to talk to him about you guys, see what he's, cause I know he's literally in the process of within like the week or so trying to um, go to a car dealership and see what they can like offer him and start it off. He was thinking I might just do personal and then go to LLC, but I was kind of just, no, just start off with your LLC, see what you can get. Um, and if you have to co-sign, co-sign, but definitely worth, you know, having at least that conversation with you. I will say that um, I know that with his, I know he has like a, his pretty good credit, um, kind of talked about a little bit. He has like, definitely has over 720, he has like 760 or something, like something pretty decent. Um, uh, but income wise for his, for uh, his Amazon contracting business, a lot of it is, um, so he had, it's, it's called Assemble, uh, is a business that he, that's assigned or contracted to Amazon and Assemble gets paid a decent amount and, but Assemble, but him, Hussein as an individual doesn't get paid a lot. You know what I mean? He gets paid, yeah. he'd probably pay him. Yeah. So it's just like for him as a loophole too, but, um, so I don't know if that would be a problem, but that's the, besides that, I know his credit is pretty solid. Okay. Yeah, that that's um, usually we like it to be seventy uh, k a year plus, but we've helped yeah. people with twenty k a year with really good credit. And um, what we do is we make sure that on the applications we don't trigger the manual underwriting. And to do that, you know, we're leveraging what we know about these applications and the algorithms yeah. and stuff. And so it's like these small little tweaks that really go mm -hmm. a long way. So if he's thinking about going through a, a funding sequence. Um, yeah, like we can we can definitely make it so that he's set up with the right one so that he can do it again and get definitely more than the next time. Um, no, yeah, for, for sure. That's because I know he's trying to like build, like he sees my friend too, and he's definitely trying to get more than just one car and trying to really build this out within the next year. So definitely make that connection and, and see what you guys can do there. Yeah, and what I'll do too, uh, I'll just send you a custom link and it's like a pre-qualification. Basically, people just fill it out and they book a call with myself. Um, mm -hmm. And that'll just be anytime, you know, if you want to send business, um, we'll know exactly who's coming from you. Um, gotcha. And I'll just stand over, send over a standard affiliate agreement as well. So you're, you know, it's under contract and stuff and you feel good about it. Um, yeah, but, no, uh, no worries. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, no, man, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to just, watching your journey and and in the future just doing more business together it's gonna be cool likewise bro really great have for thanks for really great <laughs> being on here thanks for having me <laughs> yeah i'll catch all you all right later. man take great. it easy happy to be here yep bye